What does it look like for two individuals who are in a relationship or trying to have a family or raise a family to self-care well when so many things are heavy and so many things are hard, when we have to grieve convenience, when we have to grieve that everybody is comfortable and knows what to do. Nobody is comfortable and nobody knows what to do. This This is the Connecting Couples Podcast with The Real Emhoffs. Hi, I'm Chad Emhoff. And I'm Angela Emhoff, and this is our third episode of A Year in Review, where we're reviewing our first year doing the Connecting Couples podcast. We are a little bit shocked that we actually have gotten a full year into this. We were only going to do a couple, and we had so much fun, we just kept doing them. And we got good (laughs) feedback, and we got couples out there who, who wrote in and said, we're listening, keep it up. And we have weekly listeners who listen, and man... Thank you so much. We value you. We also want to hear from you. Uh, We do this for you. And so sometimes we just bring you the content that comes into our conversation. If we're having a fight about it, we think you are too. So we're going to bring it to you. Let us share our fight with you. (laughs) But we also want to hear specifically from you about pursuers, about withdrawers, if there's a specific topic or content you want us to tackle, the upcoming series that we're excited about doing. We're going to do one on addiction. We're going to do one on emotion. We're going to tackle grief when couples have to go through hard things and grieve together. We have some pretty big topics coming up, but we don't want to miss any that you might want us to talk about. So let us know. But we want to just kind of wrap up our year in review um, with with one more that we have been thinking about. Over the last year, obviously, there's been a pandemic. A lot of people kind of stuck at home, isolating, quarantining. A lot of people getting sick, fear of getting sick, protecting themselves from getting sick. We did the episode, Sick at Home. Chad got COVID. um, And we talked about what that looked like for our family to adjust during that time. And in general, when people get sick. I was just thinking we use different microphones. Microphones. We did all kinds of we stuff. Did. This is, a, I mean, sorry. <laughs> we were at home note. and we had to use what yeah. we had. We yeah. did. We had. Uh, we didn't have our podcast equipment that we were quarantined at home with. Um, but we also uh, were kind of thinking about seeing people kind of re-engage. People are going back to work in person. Masks are coming off, and we're starting to kind of both of us see almost like this increase in anxiety and being overwhelmed. Almost like everybody needs a break from everything we've been through. And so we've seen this stress on couples, on individuals, where they've just been pushing, 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 holding out until it's going to get better. But it's almost like, man, it just hasn't gotten better. Or it's not as much relief as we hoped it would be. And now the economy is shifting and all kinds of stuff is happening. And so we wanted to just take a minute to kind of recap our sick at home series and our marriage maintenance series and the idea of how important it is not only to take care of ourselves for our relationship and in our relationship, but to help take care of our partner in a healthy way. Yeah. Well, and and I want to, I want to say this has been, you know, people say this all the time, but like, it's been kind of a crazy year. Year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, It's been, it's been a little bit nuts and, and really we kind of relied on this fear, um, which, you know, is founded, you know, to keep us safe. And so we've all gone into like hiding or shell or quarantine or (laughs) like we've, and you said, take off our masks. I'm like, and literally been wearing masks. I'm like, we've been hiding behind this thing. That's like, maybe keeps us safe. And it's like, it's hard to re-engage. And, and literally like we are 
created for connection. We are made to be connecting. Be- we are connecting beings. We are herd animals pack. Yeah. God made us this way in my beliefs. And I'm like, so I'm like, that is, that's, it's weird for us. Not only that we in North America and other places are so isolated generally, but now this last year we have been completely isolated. We, a lot of people I know have been staying in their own house basically for a year and a half. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is unheard of. And so we've lost community. We've lost rhythm. We've lost the people that really maybe supported us outside of this relationship. And so, so many people are feeling overwhelmed. They've lost the natural supports. They've lost the natural kind of outlets that they had prior yeah. to this. And so even, even for us that like getting sick and being stuck at home and all the things that kind of went on, it's like, man, this is scary. It's kind of a hard thing to even start to like emerge. It's interesting because we really started to kind of think, man, this is something we should talk about. We were planning our daughter's fifth birthday party a couple of weeks ago and sending out the invites was so weird. It wasn't just like, hey, you're invited to come to this birthday party where there's probably going to be 20 people and kids and let's have fun. It was like, oh, I wonder if they're vaccinated or not vaccinated or want to be or don't like the vaccine or if they're going to wear a mask or not wear a mask or afraid to be out. Or there was this weird not knowing how people are socially engaging or or interacting and everybody has their own experience and their own preference and their own idea of what is healthy and what is right and trying to respect that and go well our poor daughter last year had a very COVID birthday. There were like five adults and that's it. Uh, counting us. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, mommy, for my next birthday, can I please have some p- little people my some age? Kids. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, going, well, if the pandemic's over, maybe. And so we were going, okay, let's kind of extend our group and have a birthday party. What does that look like? And I'm like, man, I know that planning kid birthday parties can be hard, but this this is harder than I thought. Well, and it's it's hard for everybody, for yeah. everything right now. And so if we're stuck at home or we're sick at home or we've been oh, this last year and like we've kind of done that again because of fear. We've yeah. locked ourselves down and we've kind of said, okay, I'm going to be unnaturally distant from the people that normally would have been my outlet. And now I'm trying to like reemerge, reemerge, come back into society. Yeah. It took a lot of energy to shut it down. And so it takes a lot of energy probably to reemerge, to come back out. And then there's, there's almost this weird grief that comes mm. along with it. There's this weird sense of like, oh, I lost a year for good reason. And I don't know what to do about that. And I don't really know. Why does it feel weird to be with a group of people without masks? You know, like, it's, it's, it's really weird feeling. It was really traumatic, I think, the shutdown. Because we were told it was only going to be, you know... Slow Some it, people, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, slow it down for, and then we'll re-engage after a couple months. It'll all pass over. Whatever that looked like, I don't think maybe very many people thought this is going to last for years or yeah. more than a year. And so, I think at least for us, we got comfortable just kind of being at home or doing smaller things with fewer people. And I even thought the other day, I I was like, I might need to go get some more professional clothes because I just can't probably wear jeans every day or yoga pants every day or, you know, just Zoom meetings have nice tops on, but just in comfortable (laughs) pants. I'm always wearing jeans from now on. (laughs) I wonder how the business casual is going to look from now on. It's different, I'm sure. But there is this like re-engagement that's been tricky. And I've even noticed it at church, Chad and I attend church and churches are still kind of, 
trying to make, I'm going to say, make a comeback or come back to full capacity. They're only just at still a third. And some people are still like, well, they shouldn't meet or they should meet or that's too big of a group or too small of a group. And there, there is this mentality that we used to be social beings and now everybody's kind of isolated and now we're trying to re-engage and everybody's on a different page. It just can be exhausting to try not only to think, what do I believe and what do I want to do, but now how do I manage or respond to 10 different friends that I have who all have a different perspective on whether or not we need masks and masks or vaccines or how, how we're going to do it. I mean, and I know couples, you know, friends of friends that are like, Hey, one's vaccinated. One's not, one's against it. One's for, and again, we don't know. Angela and I have no idea, you know, what, what you should do for your health. And I I think we, we aren't saying that we're saying, Hey, even if, even if you and your spouse don't align on, on what you believe, that doesn't necessarily mean you don't have, you can't be, in love with each other or, or date each other or be around each other. Actually, that just kind of means, yeah, this is a crazy time. It's yeah. never happened before, you know, and we're all kind of, you know, basing what we do on what we feel in some ways, because information is a little bit scarce. It's hard yeah. to come by really accurate, accurate information. clear information. And, and I it just want to know, do you want to have birthday cake with a group of people? Is <laughs> yeah. it okay for you to do and that? And we feel bad for asking and that. And some people said yeah. no. Yeah. And I had to be okay with that. I'm not okay with birthday cake. I'm against it. <laughs> and but so like, there is yeah. this thing that's happening where we are now re-engaging, but kind of fumbly, like nobody knows kind of what to do or what to say or what's appropriate. Nobody, you know, everybody's trying to kind of hold their position, but also now respect other people's positions. Plus, we have had some other crazy stuff happen, whether it was racial stuff or political stuff or just kind of economic stuff that's shifting. The, The state of the world is a little bit unpredictable and a little bit unreliable right now. And for us to re-engage in community, which I believe we're designed for, and in relationship, which I believe we're designed for, is really been bumpy. And so we wanted to yeah. kind of just say, what does it look like for two individuals who are in a relationship or trying to have a family or raise a family to self-care well when so many things are heavy and so many things are hard, when we have to grieve convenience, when we have to grieve that everybody is comfortable and knows what to do. Nobody is comfortable and nobody knows what to do. And yeah. we have to we have to engage like that. And that can feel exhausting and overwhelming and, and it can be harder than we want it to be. And it has been harder. And so we have heard from lots of couples actually that people are just burnt out and and tired and their their relationships are strained and they need respite and there isn't they've been at home the whole time but they still need care at home yeah yeah and and i think you know it's it's strange because some couples have really had a struggle in this time and then i think other couples you know and and i have not been able to predict who would and would not do well at this but i'm like and other couples that maybe seem like they wouldn't have done so well you know that they're Actually like are doing they're incredible okay. like yeah. they're like hey you know what getting the time off and being at home and I say time off, working from home and being around each other more, it's actually been really good for our relationship. And so there's also a distress that comes with, now I'm going to go back to work and I'm not going to be at home. And how's that going to work out for the family? And, and so, man, there are, there's probably a hundred topics we could talk about when we're thinking about being sick or being at home or being COVID or, you know, all the things that have gone on. 
And so we're just kind of saying, man, wherever you are, this is hard. And I want to encourage you to lean into each other. Talk about the mm-hmm. hardness. Talk about the struggle that you're in. Um, even even when it comes like I'm nervous to go back to work or I'm scared, I'm nervous about, you know, child care or whatever yeah. the thing might be that's coming, um, coming for you in a way. And so asking yourself those questions and engaging with somebody. And if, if this is overwhelming, if this season of COVID has been, uh, you know, maybe too much and maybe it's weird that it's like, oh, I'm having to go back and that's hard. I want to encourage you, go get, go see somebody, go see a yeah. therapist, go engage with somebody. Get help. You know, don't, don't think that this podcast, what we're telling you is like ever the only spot, right? We always want to encourage people to go to a professional if this is more than you can handle. Don't feel like yeah. um, that's a bad thing to do. In fact, I think most of us and myself included and Angela also, we, we see counselors, we go and we get do. help uh, <laughs> periodically and together yeah. at times. And so I'm like, I think it's really a healthy thing. And it's in, in some ways... I'm, I'm ratting on my profession, but I'm like, I feel like it's weird that we have to have counselors. I think a long time ago, we probably would have been processing this in a, in a group in a village around a fire or something <laughs> because it, it is such a we normal We used to thing. have bonfires yeah. and have people over and we haven't. We Maybe that's what Chad's craving. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying like a hundred years ago or yeah. whatever, like people would have done this. I want to say yeah. too, it's been encouraging how many COVID relief options there are. There are a lot of resources out there that if you have been hit hard or need assistance because of COVID, COVID, reach out and ask for it. I know that there's a lot of help available. But I want to say this is a conversation Chad and I have been having. And just to kind of make it really specific, here is what our conversation has looked like when both of us have expressed, man, I'm overwhelmed, or man, this is hard, or this kind of going back in person has been, you know, fumbly. Even on Sunday mornings, we got used to watching church online and now, you know, in our pajamas, drinking a cup of coffee on the on the couch. And now it's like, oh, wait a minute, we've got to get up, get dressed, leave the house, get to church on time. That is a shift in what our Sunday morning activity looks like. And so even something as simple as that, um, Chad was really good to kind of go, what what do you need? And and the question he asked that I loved was, what brings you joy? Can we go back to things that maybe bring you joy or where you find contentment or peace around? And, and it was something simple for me. I was like, you know what? I love the water, whether it's going to the lake, kayaking, being on a stand-up paddleboard, going to a swimming pool. I mean, standing in the shower, water is soothing for me, (laughs) Um, whatever it is. He even said, I like music. I want to get back to playing more music. Both of us play the guitar. We love to just kind of play the guitar and sing songs or listen to music together. There were things that got put aside because we were caught up in whatever the thing was. And we missed those things. And we noticed a few of those things falling off can really add up. And we started talking about let's kind of start bringing those back as we have to roll back into kind of fumbly social events and fumbly, you know, in person again and, and trying to figure out another, yet another new way to be. Can we make sure that we are including things that, that do us well? And so for us exercising, I used to run a lot and then it was hard. I had a kid and, and had to kind of manage whether she's in a stroller or her nap time or whether it's this or that. And so I just got out of the habit of running and he's been really helpful to go, you know what, you like to run. What can I do for you to help you get that time that you need? And sometimes it's hit or miss. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes I don't. More often I don't than I do and I'm still trying to fumble that through. But we're having conversations about helping each other. What can I do for you? 
And Chad has even said, you know, when I work out, I do, I have a better day. When I get up in the morning and run or I ride my bike, my day goes better. Can you help me pad that time? And he gets up early and does it. And maybe that means I get up and I get Avery ready or take care of some other things so that he has that time. But we are helping each other make sure we get what we need so that we can function well as humans, so that we can be better in our relationship. And I mean, it kind of reminds me of uh, what we were talking about when we were thinking about this episode, the dating your partner. So after COVID or in COVID or even as we're kind of emerging in this mix of it, I think that dating looks different too. Like yeah, how does. we show up for each other, but how we support we haven't been to the movies in over a year. I mean, <laughs> we need to go. And, and a few years ago, before we had Avery, especially, we would go to the movies every other week. Probably, <laughs> I mean, that was something we did, um, and probably spent way too much money doing that. But uh, we were supporting <laughs> movies was our date yeah. night. But I'm like, even now, it's like, where are we going to go for a date? How is that going to look? Can we go to this? Can we take? Can we get, you know, somewhere? in a public place, on the square, whatever the thing is, it feels like that's kind of like, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like simple. And so yeah. like thinking about how can we have a fun date? How can we, I don't know, go putt-putt or something or go do something that's outside or do something with that feels safe, but like let's us get back in some rhythm. I know for like six months we didn't eat out, it felt like. It's like you saved a bunch of money, but but it was like, <laughs> uh, it was we, it's weird almost to even start going back out and emerging and kind of saying, how do we go just enjoy the night, yeah. enjoy some live music, enjoy just the things we like. And yeah. so really finding ways for us to be, well, one, creative with our dates, but two, get back to the things that bring us joy, whether yeah. that's going to the lake or whether that's going to a beach or whether that's, you know, even simply just kind of saying, hey, we're just going to take it easy tonight and listen to some music somewhere. Yeah. You know, that or, or play some music together. Um, we find, used to do that. The things, I finding <laughs> the things that work for our rhythm, though, yeah. that really bring us joy, that bring us back together. You know, and I would encourage, too, it's important for Angela and I that we go to community together, yeah. that we engage with other people together, that, that that's an important thing that we enjoy. Yeah. We like to go and be around other people, be around other couples. So as this kind of thing is shifting, as the pandemic and all the rest of it is shifting, it, dating, but also like double dating, going, going to a place, going to a community group, going to church together, going to, to yeah. a, a ministry together, doing, doing something like that, man. Those are things that are good for us. Trying remind us to who we say are. yes yeah. to things that are fulfilling. Uh, this week, actually, I got invited to play or lead worship for a women's group, a women's ministry that's meeting. And that is something I would have in the past said yes to immediately. And I told Chad, I'm like, hey, I got invited to lead worship this. He's like, well, and I'm like, man, I haven't played the guitar and led worship in like a year. I I think I'd love to. So I picked up the guitar and now I have like calluses on my fingers from practicing again. And I'm like, oh, I remember the first two songs I played, I cried through the whole songs. <laughs> and I was like, this is good for my soul. Oh, yeah. Worship you know? is good, man. <laughs> but I'm saying, yeah. are there things that just do your body good? That are so well. healthy yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. your being. And what does it look like for you to not only get back to doing a few of those things, but asking for your partner's help to get to do those things. Yeah. It might be that you need to carve some time out and your partner needs to help you with the kids or get some other things done or vice versa. But this is, again, a team. We're a team. And when I do good, it's good for us. And when Chad does good, it's good for us. And so trying to... Even more than, you know, keep dating your spouse or marriage maintenance, it's almost like, can we emphasize self-care? 
how you can really kind of go, how do I bring my best self to this? And that was actually the title of our last series in Keep Dating Your Spouse, bringing your best self and making sure that um, you're taking good care of yourself. And if there are things outside of the margin of your ability to take care of yourself, how can you ask your partner for help in that area? And so our connect point for this kind of last episode of our wrapping up the year is just to ask yourself, is there anything that brings you joy that you want to add back into your life that you can have a conversation with your partner and maybe you don't even need their help. Maybe just verbalizing it is going to be enough for you to be committed to it or verbalizing it to them lets them be supportive for you and that might be what you need to share with them. And so we're asking you to have a conversation with your partner about something in your life that brings you joy that you really wanna make sure that you're making time and space for. So thanks so much for checking this out. We're really just encouraging y'all to say, hey, as we move forward, nobody knows what the future holds, but we do know that we need to make time and space to take care of ourselves, to take care of our relationship, to re-engage in the things that bring us joy, that kind of bring us closeness to ourselves and to one another. And so, man, the best thing you can do for us, if you're really liking kind of what you're hearing and and engaging with us, we'd love for you to rate us um, on Google or on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube, any of those places. Give us a review. If there's something you want us to cover, if there's something you want to hear us talk about or kind of discuss on this podcast, send us a message. Send us an email. Get in touch with us and let us know what you're looking for. We would love to meet that uh, request and kind of know what you're asking about and maybe maybe what's on your heart. Thank you so much Thank for you. checking this out. And if, if you're saying, hey, we want to get to a conference, we want to do something at some point soon for our marriage, we are talking about doing a Creative for Connection here at the end of July. We're excited for that. Reach out to us for that, and we'd, we'd love to get you registered for that as well. Thanks so much for checking this out. We'll see you real soon. Bye.